podcast as Howard Scromwell, and I'm talking to you from the training camps of Agile Framework Fight Night. Here, there are teams from Safe, Less, Fast, Agile, and Dad working out, preparing for the upcoming fight. We are on site at Fast Agile's training camp. Let's take a peek at how Crocodile Ron D takes his team through training. We've got tribes. Scrum masters? We don't need no stinking scrum masters. Product owners? We don't need any of those jokers. Tonight, it appears this will be a match of massive malevolence about how to scale Agile in stellar proportions of stupendous that you've never seen here ever before. Hey, can we get that guy out of here? I want to cue the podcast. Let's give this thing a listen. This is the Agile Thoughts Podcast, and I'm Lance Pine. Continuing episode of the third series of Agile Framework Fight Night. This fight night was hosted in Seattle by Beyond Agile, a meetup that you can find at meetups.com. Like the first Agile Framework Fight Night, we brought together another winning panel of experts who really want to win and represent their framework and the frameworks we have are... In the far corner, representing Discipline Agile Delivery, we have Ricardo Garcia, Dad of Doom. Come on, Dad. Let's go get him, Dad. In the other corner, representing Fast Agile, we have Ron Quartel, Crocodile, Ron D. In the other corner of the ring, surrounded by five exoflux of computing power, is Barry L. Smith, representing Team Nexus, also known to his fans as the Nexus Knight. Nexus, 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 Nexus. And in the other corner, on a stool part of the corner, is Team Less. And representing Less is Victor Grigit, the Simplifier. Less is more, less is more, less is more, less is... And the moderation was done by yours truly, Lancer Kind, the Unkind. How do teams work together? So on your framework, how do the teams work together? And this is from Boss Bodie. 
the that's a, like a very soft softball and um, uh, so how teams work together uh, it's a basically at the core of less and um, that uh, the coordination happens uh, by the teams and not by people outside of the teams and what we typically see that you always have in organizations which are don't adopt less uh, in uh, some people outside of the teams which are coordinating on um, for the teams so one team needs to get something done together with another team and they have a product owner or whatever all kinds of roles product manager project managers whatever so who coordinate and um, and unless we uh, let uh, teams themselves coordinate directly with each other idea behind is that you um, want to reduce cost of coordination unless we love that people depend on each other dependencies we embrace dependencies are good the more they depend the better it is so that sounds very counterintuitive because everybody and especially nexus says we need to manage dependencies so i'm kind of a curious what Barry is going to say. The, unless we reduce the cost of dependencies by having dependencies being as direct as possible, coordination being direct as possible, meaning that you have a people directly with each other coordinating, teams between teams, without people in between. And it should be um, generally synchronous over asynchronous because it reduces the cost and specifically waste. So uh, lots of uh, types of coordination tend to be wasteful if it's done asynchronously because there is delay, there is uh, etc. So not always. So some type of coordination uh, is perfectly fine to do asynchronously, more convenient, especially now in the COVID times and uh, remote working, etc. But um, but generally, depending on the type and which is majority of it, should be synchronous. So we reduce the cost of it. So this is uh, basically in a nutshell. And besides that, uh, there is a whole range of practices in less which explain how teams can coordinate with each other and deal with even a really big projects without having a project manager. Uh, so having teams actually manage a project. Less is more. Less is more. Less is more. Okay, here we are. Victor, the simplifier. I, I agree with you, Victor, but question for you. Because you say... Uh, having the dependencies close to the team, but how your less work with a uh, large enterprise that have interdependencies in multiple groups simultaneously, how less manage that? Can you extend a little more on your answer? Yeah, so the, the I'm guessing the, the underlying assumption in a large enterprise that you have is that you have a component teams. In order to accomplish something for the customer, you require that uh, many different teams are basically working together somehow to actually deliver that end-to-end. -end. And each of them is doing a part of it. This is my guess. Is that correct? Yes. Yeah. So, um, hence the concept of feature team, which is in less extremely important. And we don't say this is an option. Uh, majority of the teams has to be feature teams. Does it solve the problem of uh, coordination? No, you still retain coordination uh, required, but it's much, much less. It's much, much less uh, wasteful. And also aligning those teams. So in uh, groups, and uh, in that sense, it's similar to other approaches that you uh, have a group of teams which are aligned according to a certain business line let's say, or requirements area, we call it. And in other approaches, it's a tribe, etc., or nexus. or So in that sense, it's just, this alignment also reduces the pain of coordination and having those teams within a group then coordinate with each other very strongly. And then any dependencies outside of the group are limited, but you still have it, it's just simply less. Thank you. Yeah. Okay, who else would like to go? Well, I guess I'm just gonna have to follow up on that. Ah! 
I'm going to be charitable and say when Victor says that he's embracing dependencies, it's rather like Marie Kondo saying she embraces a mess, not because it's a desired end state or something we want, but merely recognizing it exists, and at some level it will always exist with us. We will always have some kinds of dependencies. But in fact, the problem of coordination and dependencies is the whole reason why we're having this discussion, because if we didn't have a problem around coordination and dependencies, we wouldn't talk about how to scale teams. We would just throw a bunch of people at a problem and it would work. The other thing about dependencies is that, you know, for most systems of production, most systems of output, most value streams, queuing theory reigns supreme. When we have dependencies, we have queues. When we have queues, we typically have delays. And are stuck. The more dependencies we have, the more delays we have. And we can treat this as a physical law of the universe. So Nexus is designed specifically to address these problems of coordination dependencies and attempt to remove as many dependencies as possible and then deal with what's left. So that's why we're so emphatic about cross-functional teams, because that reduces the number of handoffs and dependencies and queues. There is still going to be a challenge because no one team that's of functional size can also do everything to eliminate all dependencies. So that's why we have the shared product backlog and a shared product backlog refinement across all teams so that we can look at what needs to be done, break it down and say, okay, you know, who wants to do what? And by the way, now that we still have some dependencies, what do we do about those? And they work together. The expectation of a Nexus wide sprint review also helps drive that because if all the teams need to coordinate on what they're going to show the stakeholders at the end of this, that helps uh, drive it. And finally, there's a little bit of the secret sauce of Nexus, which is the Nexus integration team. It's the one specifically defined team within the Nexus framework that says there's going to be a team whose whole job is to look to, to make sure that the entire team, that the whole Nexus can actually produce a workable increment at the end of the sprint and help facilitate ways to do that. And so those are, those are the things that Nexus does to address the the great problem of dependencies and help teams work together. We will have Nexus, 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 Nexus. Yeah, so, something interesting, if I could just comment, Barry, is like, like you think about like the, what we've heard descriptions of is how these different frameworks align people. Sorry, don't want to want to use the word align. It seems like it's overloaded these days. But uh, aligning people and teams and coordinations and so forth in a, a ways to deal with dependencies. When, you know, a flip side of the coin is, is there something wrong with our architecture so that we have dependencies? Right? If we, uh, uh, can we, can we also push, you know, whether it be like service oriented architecture or something like that that actually makes it so that we don't have dependencies? Or, or less than what is there any thoughts on that and how how you might actually uh, advance that through your framework as well i have an opinion but i'm going to let the self-professed developers talk about that can we maybe pin the the architecture part and unless somebody wants to add it as they go and and, and let's finish the, the the round here just just a quick comment uh about the dependency barry you you mentioned about create delays as when you have more dependency not necessary because when you identify the dependencies, you actually can align the groups and not necessarily delay the work. It's just an orchestration of that work uh, that needs to happen. Because you may have multiple teams are needed to provide a solution, but if that collaboration and coordination is there, 
that doesn't delay that. I'm going to suggest we come back to this, Ricardo, because I believe it, that's a beautiful theory that never works in the real world. <laughs> we'll see. <laughs> <clears throat> yeah, so interesting. I, I misanswered this question when I was thinking about it, but that's okay because I've got the new answer now. So how do teams work together? Uh, so in fast, there's, there's actually got quite some similarities with Nexus with this idea of a shared backlog and and we rely on the wisdom of the, the tribe, the wisdom of the crowd to work out, hey, what's the right thing to do <clears throat> right now? So fast uses dynamic reteaming and, and team self-selection. And I'm going to mention two books, Heidi Helfen, Dynamic Reteaming, and Sandy Mamoli has got a book on how self-selection lets people excel. So there are two patterns that, that fast uses. As far as dependencies, and that's why so people self-organize around the work. So the first thing we identify is, hey, what's the most important thing that should be happening right now? It's this thing here. Great. It needs to be on that. And then they self-organize around it. And then everything else that happens after that will be secondary, tertiary, etc. So essentially in fast, dependencies manage themselves. And I'm, I know there's going to be some kickback on this one. But yeah, dependencies manage themselves. And I think a big part of the problem with the other frameworks I'm comparing with is this idea of orchestration and static teaming, because that's what brings in this problem and this very question. Because that question just doesn't exist in fast, because people form teams organically around what needs doing. So that's how teams work together. Now, let's say team A, team B, break up. Hey, we're, we're going to do this. We're going to do that. I say, hey, you know what? We're going to bump into the other team over there. First thing we do, we'll go over into the other team. Hey, we're going to bump into each other. Let's have a discussion. Okay, architectural discussion, whiteboard discussion. Yeah, let's do that. That looks great. How should we do it? You know what? Probably makes sense if we merge. Hey, makes sense. Why don't you do that bit? We do this bit. Hey, we'll just not work on that. We'll go pick up something else. So this is how things organically happen uh, in FAST. This is how teams, how they work together. Yeah. So well, I think the problem of that. orchestration and static teaming is sol solves. Moving away from that to fluid teaming uh, solves all of that problem. Yeah, just, just how do people learn to do that? The ability to look at, identify, organize those things, that's not just a natural human skill that everybody's born with. So how do you help your teams learn how to identify those things and, and solve them together? I, I'm not sure what you're asking. How do you let your teams identify and solve together? Okay, so, uh, you know, that's an interesting question. And it's interesting, Barry, that you mentioned <clears throat> the fighting against Taylorism because, uh, you know, FAST, I think, is the first framework to be an emerging of Agile and Teal, which is there to, to fight Taylorism. I, and I kind of think that's a bit of a Taylorist question because when you think of theory why, that's, you're almost asking a theory X question, where the, the, theory, the theory Y is people know the right thing to do if you start to trust them. The other part of fast agile is natural leadership. So once, once we allow people to, to make decisions and, and to stand up and to propose things, natural leadership kind of comes forward. <laughs>
Yeah, just to react actually to to uh, it's a good question actually from Barry and uh, to back uh, Ron up. Uh, 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 also connect with the, to the previous meetup that we had. We talked about this bit of a debate of a, of a uh, reteaming versus uh, stable teams, etc. If you remember, mm-hmm. so um, I kind of kind of realized and learned and that's actually um, what you describe in fast uh, is not really different from what is in less. Despite if you read literally, then it seems a contradiction. Stable teams. In reality, what happens and very much co- relate to coordination is that teams, despite being in the people, despite being their own teams, are very strongly encouraged to collaborate across teams. And also to kind of connect to the question that was posed uh, uh, is um, how do you develop an API, John asked, uh, so uh, if you in two different teams. The people just sit together from two different teams and they do it. And I suspect this is what you also mean in FAST uh, and uh, this kind of a very free way of doing this stuff. Now, mm-hmm. question from uh, Barry, yeah, but people are used to that they just simply yeah they, uh, how do how do you actually learn that how do you develop that and that's a really hard problem and that takes time and then you uh, begs the question what kind of tools do we have to encourage people in developing this kind of a skill and this kind of behavior so there is a whole range of uh, more hands-on practices which guide people a lots of lots of guidance so very concrete practices and a whole lot of coaching so typically scrum masters in less need to really step up especially in the beginning to uh, uh, to encourage people and uh, with the real practical tools of how to do that encourage them why don't you just go and talk to somebody else we have a coordination techniques in less and the most important coordination technique that we have is very unique you never heard of it it's called just talk and i'm not joking yeah, mm. yeah it's, it's very interesting uh, back into tom DiMarco on people wear you know, the psychology of teams is extremely difficult and, and not only in software development and IT, but outside their careers, psychologists, and all this complexity of human nature. So the only thing that we can do is give a tool, in this case, Discipline Agile, that will bring that focus in front of you. It doesn't tell you how to do it and how to resolve it, it only gives you an idea of uh, what work, what may not work, but the team have to solve it. This is an area that I agree with all of you that collaboration is critical, but how you address the thinking, the design thinking of a team, how all this continued improvement of the dynamic of the team itself come together. So those are decision points that needs to happen and Disciplinaria provide you the tools to identify those. How the team solve it, that's the team responsibility, that's the team dynamics. Come on, Dad. Let's go get him, Dad. Agile Grande teaches you systems thinking through dramatic storytelling, such as Carter takes a job to improve a logistics company's adaptability, but efforts to scale agile practices are being blocked by Mr. Cherneski, a vice president who's organized the company into siloed pigeonholes in order to secretly make millions with a dark web shipping service. Carter's life is in danger, he goes underground, and a spy agency hunts for him. 
when Carter uses systems thinking, systems modeling, and organizational change to save his company and his life, you get to learn how to apply that to your organization as well. Get your free copy of Agile Grande at leanpub.com. Check out the show notes because we've got goodies like links back to the meetup site and uh, links back to previous bouts of Agile Framework Fight Night. What are show notes? Show notes show up in your podcast player for your easy tapping. If you don't use a podcast player, go back to the website where you downloaded this MP3 and you will see show notes right there in the web page. Agile Framework Fight Night started in episode 226. Go search up Agile Framework Fight Night Bout 3 226 to start this episode from scratch if you've missed the beginning. In the next episode, the panelists fight over the following question. Art, you mentioned more about dependencies and architecture. Do you want to reframe that question and, and, and see, see what kind of answers we get from the panelists? I'm not sure if we need to go back to that. I'm, I'm sorry, I kind of lost context a bit. Oh, okay. I just, you know, I was just kind of in the mindset there thinking like, we're trying to create frameworks to deal with dependencies when possibly our architecture uh, is creating the problem that we're dealing with. Right, right. Right. 